Hello there, everybody. Welcome back to the Great Transylvanian Bite Off, where this week we got a weird one. We got a fun little one. There have been a couple of little little things poking at the edges of this project, and we thought we'd bring them all together here because we didn't want to watch a movie this week. My name's Daniel. I'm Evan. This week, stepping up to bat, we have three very different characters coming up here. We are going to be talking very briefly about each of these and trying to do a quick little ranking. Now, we will have caveats for each of these, but to start with, we will be talking about the Rob Zombie song, Dragula. <laughs> we will then be discussing, to be discussing briefly the book series, Bunicula, the bunny Dracula. <laughs> and then to round it all out, we're going to be talking about Count Chocula. Evan, how familiar are you with all of these? Corniacopia is truly <laughs> the only way I can describe it. Emphasis on the corny, I think, mm -hmm. in all of these. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, I'd say Benicula and I are old friends. Right. I strongly remember reading Benicula in like third grade or second grade or something like that. Mm. Um, little did I know. <laughs> Until we looked it up for this project, that mm -hmm. there are so many sequels. <laughs> we can't. We were texting. We were like, "Let's just do. Let's do Benicula." Yeah, you remember Benicula really well. I can read Wikipedia real quick. And we were like, "Oh shit!" There's like five books. I had no idea that they found a way to uh, lengthen this story. Um, however, uh, I'm a big fan of that little bunny. Um, I think at one point I actually had dreams that there is a small bunny chasing me and I blame it on Benicula. That makes perfect uh, sense. Yeah. Dragula, instantly recognizable, a classic Rob Zombie hit. I Legally, never... we can't play it. Yeah. <laughs> Rob Zombie, be a friend of the pod. Let us play it. Um, but uh, instantly recognizable. Very fun. Never looked at the lyrics this closely before. Mm -hmm. uh, and Count Chocula. I mean, listen... I've never had the cereal, but... You've the, never had it? I've never had uh, Count Chocula or oh Frankenberries. But, uh, like, come on. It's, it's, I've never had Frankenberries, no. Yeah, but, it, like, that little look, he's he's got a very specific Dracula look that I think is very, very fun. Yeah, he's got a very interesting style uh, yes. that has evolved. I watched a literally an hour and a half long collection of all of the monster cereal ads <laughs> Uh, we're going to be very excited to talk about all of those. But first, Dragula. How much do you know about the song Dragula? On a scale of 110, I'll give it like a two and a half. Mm. Mm -hmm. So Dragula is a car. <laughs> right. <laughs> Dragula is a car. Dragula is named after uh, Grandpa Munster's car from the Munsters. Right. Uh, there's There's not a lot more to say. Like you said, this is like... <laughs> For me, this is the song I think of when I think of Rob Zombie, when I think of Robert Zombie. Yeah. And um, <laughs> let's just dive Robert into some of these lyrics here. <clears throat> <laughs> so let's go. Let's go. I don't want to go verse by verse on this. Right. I don't think a lot of this is really important to us. I think what is the most important to us is the chorus of this particular yes. tune. Dig through the ditches and burn through the witches. I slam in the back of my Dracula. And then that repeats. That's that's the constant motif of the Dracula. Yeah. which is not a ton to go off of. <laughs> no, it's not. I was just going to say, if if we're going to try and, you know, analyze this, though, I'd say it sounds pretty rude. He sounds like a rude guy. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, dig through the ditches. I mean, yes, like like digging ditches is important, but I don't really think that is the that is not giving me the vibe of the Dracula. Right. Yeah. It's also a car. Yeah. So charisma has to be zero. I totally agree. Okay. 
It's now, a, it's a car. When we talk about what this car looks like in a sec, <laughs> the, right? So yeah, is so he said it's based off of Grandpa Munster's Dracula. Yes, which I don't see any reason why then it's not the Dracula. Right, because what's so upsetting is that in the music video, he's not driving that. He's driving their other car. That's my confusion, right? Is he, is this meant to be the Dragula? I think this is the Dragula. Oh, okay, okay. I think what he's driving is the Dragula, which looks like a, it's not quite a Model T, but it's it's pretty old. Yeah. Right? This is not a, yeah. a young car we're looking at here. I no, like the I like the skull for the gear shift. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a good look. That engine out the front's beautiful. I'll tell you what, there's room in the back for friends. <laughs> Obviously the devil's driving shotgun a lot of this, but but then at one point later on, I'm looking at about minute two twenty-three in the video here, to through about two twenty-seven. There are little demons in the back of this car. So this is a car you yes, can take out are. with your friends. <laughs> <laughs> that's i mean it is roomy and let's be honest it has to fit the whole monster family so clearly it has to fit the whole monster family it's gotta fit rob zombie who is not a small gentleman no absolutely not the speed of this thing is also quite impressive oh absolutely he is zooming he is, he's zooming along you think it's a mazda zoom 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 I do think, yes, I do think the Dragula is a Mazda. Yeah. <laughs> I like, the, I know this is more of a, the, yeah, for fashion sense wise though, I like the color scheme. I like the old timey lanterns on the side. Yes. Yes. I, I, agree. I like, what do you think about the big engine in the front? The exposed uh, see, engine. I, I always love an exposed engine for yeah. a racing vehicle. It's just such a statement. Uh, yeah. Especially since, let's be honest, this is not the most aerodynamic vehicle um, that we could have. So no. I love that he's up front just like, look, I'm not trying to outrace you with skill. I'm literally just going to do it with a powerful, big fucking engine. Yeah. Yep. I'm in. I think it's a great look. I agree. I agree with what you're saying here. I think I, I think it takes a certain kind of person to want to drive an, you know, a big, exposed engine car like that. Yeah. Right? And he's really it's... got no protection where things to go wrong. No, no. I also, it's one of the biggest changes they've made um, in in the Fast and Furious franchise, right? Because original Fast and Furious, Dom's first car in that is an old, uh, is an old char. He always drives, a, almost always yeah. drives a, a charger of some kind, a right? Charger. But he's driving this You're old right. 70s charger with big, big engine block in the front, right? And we can see the vents, we see all this stuff. And then throughout the franchise, right? He kind of gets subtler and subtler. Screen Rant's got a great article here that's every car in the fast, every car that Dom has driven, and I'm looking through these right now. Um, and it, it's got to be said, I, I think the I think the '70s uh, Plymouth Roadrunner is is the best yes. one from the end oh, of Tokyo you're Drift. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. Beautiful, simple, and I literally have a little toy of it on my bookshelf over here. That do you really? That Evan can't oh, see. Wow. I really, yeah. Hold on, let me. I want to see it now. I think this is the right. Yeah, this is the same one. It's got this black line. The black line down the front is really the like defining part of this mm -hmm. car. But what you see wow. on my model is is actually is still a little engine bump. There's still a little uh, engine yeah. bump, which doesn't really show yeah. up. But also because it's framed from like the top, you don't wouldn't release. Really anyway, we're completely off topic. I I think in terms of fashion sense for the Dragula, 
Yeah. I think it's pretty up there. I I agree. Uh, this is an iconic look. Uh, yeah. Really, nothing else compares to it. No. Uh, I think you're also right. This is a huge car. Um, yeah. Because I think there's there's the driver's seat, and then I think there's two rows behind him. Yep. Uh, and all of his friends, they look pretty good. Um, Everybody's comfy. Everybody's comfy yeah. in the back of the Dracula. They look happy and, you know, feel good, look good. Yeah. Upping the fashion sense of the score, in my mind. Uh, the yes. score of the fashion sense. Uh, is a nine too high? I, mm, I was I don't, to an eight. I don't think it is. I think we should roll with a nine. I mean, there's nothing else like it. There's nothing else like it, right? Yeah. I like a nine. Lovely, lovely nine. nine. All right. Intelligence. It's a car. It's a car. Yeah. yeah. So zero. It's a zero. Combat score. Now we're talking. Uh, I think one could make the argument that this thing is quite a capable combat vehicle, not just 100%. because of its size, its intimidation no. factor, yep. but the occupants inside of it are clearly well armed. I mean, we have the literal devil in this car. Yeah, right there. And, and Robert Zombie as well. <laughs> yes. Uh, again, an intimidating fellow. A, a big gentleman. I, th- I, the only thing I'll kind of say is like poor craftsman blames his tools, right? And I think we can also argue mm-hmm. poor craftsman takes credit for his tools, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? I don't really know. This is right. And back to Fast and Furious, right? If I put Dom in this car, is the car going to do as much damage if just like Daniel was driving the car? <laughs> right. I don't know. Th- I don't know that. I have a. I have a three minute, 47 second music video to go off of during which no one else drives the Dracula. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I'm really loving that all of this is in comparison to Fast and Furious. <laughs> it's kind of, I mean, it's the, it's the car, right? Like, yeah. we, I mean, we could do death proof if you want, but that's not as much of a <laughs> top, like Mad Max would kind of be the only, actually Mad Max yeah. isn't too bad. Mad Max is pretty comparable. I think combat, like a seven, maybe. I'm here for a seven. I, I'm here for a seven. It, a this is the tool good. in many ways. It's not. We can't say this thing's going to do a whole lot of damage on its own. Exactly. This is this is this is basically us judging a Dracula's cape, right? Yeah. <laughs> Which we should do oh, sometimes. My nursing expertise. Okay. Car. Yeah. Always wins. That's a fair point. How many of our Draculas <laughs> would survive getting run over by a car? And you know, <laughs> this one does have a lot of exposed wood. That's and a lot of splinter also material. Driving the car, car wins. <laughs> Splinter material is a good point. Being inside and outside. May, okay, fair enough. Maybe we bump this up to an eight then. Yeah, I'm here for an eight. All right. Dracula's getting a pretty good score so far. <laughs> Shape-shifting, zero. It's a car. That's, that's zero. <laughs> miscellaneous. Okay, God, what do we do for miscellaneous on this bad boy? Hmm. Well, it is a car, and that's the first on our list. Must be said. <laughs> fair enough. um let's see i wonder if there's you know what i think we could make an argument perhaps for pop culture appeal rob zombie Mm -hmm. a well-known guy and this perhaps being his most well-known or recognizable song um perhaps yeah shares the name shares the name of the boulet brothers dragula yes exactly exactly i think that's worth a six and a half yeah, I think a six and a half seems appropriate. Grand entrance. All right, let me pull the music video again here. Oh, yeah. Two demons running. Cars are racing. Okay, now the opening is 
Robert and the devil and two demons, and they're just kind of side head bopping, I guess you'd call that, right? Kind of. Yeah. Right? And they're chasing two demons, which is interesting lore-wise. Yeah. Those those other two demons are really fast. They're really fast. Just just saying. Because the ending kind of just fades out. Yeah, the ending right, doesn't really quite do it. And it's just kind of, in the back of my Dracula. <laughs> are you going to sing this whole song for the intro? Uh, we <laughs> we should have. <laughs> Shit, that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, what do you think? I think, the, I think the entrance is right. I don't think we get a clear enough exit of the Dragula for me to want to focus on it. Exactly, exactly. There's just so, too, too much else going on. I don't think it's that good. No, I don't think it's that good either. It's just, I mean, the music's good, but it, it just kind of appears. Yeah, and we don't get a full shot of it either. We just get that like little close-up shot of the drivers. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, we're talking to like a 0. 0.5? 0. 0.5 is, is fair. Yeah, it's not yeah. great. It's not great. It's not great. Book mm. bonus? Book bonus. I don't know if we can give this anything. It's a car. Like famous for not existing in the books. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Zero. That's a zero. Uh, humor. <laughs> oh, God. It's a, uh, <laughs> it's a car. It's a, it's a car. It's a zero. All right. Uh, final score. 24 for the Dracula. Does that, that feels honestly, pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> All right. Benicula. Chapter two. Oh, God. Benicula. Where to start? For those who don't know, Benicula, A Rabbit Tale of Mystery, is a book by Deborah yep. and James Howe, uh, first published in 1979. Hmm. It is about a family that goes to see the movie Dracula, how appropriate, and at the theater discovers a very small rabbit. This rabbit has a collar around it with a note which is written in an ancient Carpathian dialect. My favorite little bit about this rabbit. I want to know more about its history because of that fact alone. Uh, the, the rabbit looks rather small and malnourished, so they take it home where the family pets, they have, I think it's two dogs and a cat, um, additional, uh, slowly discover that the cat, or sorry, the, that the rabbit whom is now named Benicula, because they saw it at the movie Dracula, has a habit of sucking the juice out of vegetables and turning them white. (laughs) That is the the plot of this, as the cat Chester tries to figure out what's going on, and the dog, uh, the older dog, protects Benicula. The family is, of course, oblivious. They believe that there's something wrong with the vegetables that they're getting from the market. But the cat is the best part of this book because the cat literally spends the entire thing just trying to kill Benicula. He's sort of our Van Helsing stand-in. <laughs> uh, yes, it's an orange tabby cat named Chester. That is our Van Helsing stand-in. Yeah, uh, yeah that's that's really all about there is to the plot. Eventually, they, uh, they just take the, the bunny to the vet and the vet's like, ah, he needs vegetable juice. And that solves it. (laughs) Um, As established earlier, there's an additional 
six books. <laughs> There's a lot of books. Most recently published in 2006, so I'm going to bet that's the end of this. They don't all focus on Benicula. In fact, I'd say the majority of them continue to focus on Chester the Cat. Yeah, Chester and Harold. Yes, those two are, are quite a duo. They encounter a few other sort of, you know, it's it's basically just Chester misinterpreting human actions as a sign of um, mm. foul play. Um, bunny? So, uh, yeah, the the bunny keeps being sort of a, a point of controversy. It takes him until like the the sixth or fifth book for Chester to get over his hatred of Benicula. So eventually there's some character growth. Mm. Yeah. Tension in the household. Mm. Yeah. It it should be noted that uh, Harold the dog sort of narrates these stories. So we don't really get oh. a ton of dialogue out of Benicula. That's what I was trying to remember. Like what, uh, to what extent does he actually interact or is it more of just like, a, hey, what up? It's, let me tell you about this creepy rabbit we have, we have, you know? It's, it's more of the, let me tell you about this creepy rabbit we have kind of deal. Okay, so charisma-wise, what are we what are we thinking here? He's a rabbit. Well, listen, I I think this is where things get difficult. Yeah, because Benicula may not be talking, but he's still a cute bunny. He's a cute bunny, and you know when he doesn't get his veggie juice because Chester the cat blocks him off or something, he, he gets sort of malnourished and sad. Just like and, me. <laughs> just like you. I do the same and, thing. I'm not fed. <laughs> <laughs> and and the family loves him even that. more because of that actually so i'd say he's very charismatic it's kind of insane when you frame buddy. it that way actually he's hey when this rabbit isn't fed turns out he gets really sad and the family feels <laughs> bad for him yeah good that's a good family it, it, exactly they take care of their pets they have a lot of them and <laughs> they do a good job okay so this, it also the, must be said, this bunny endears himself to the family in, like, what, 15 minutes? They see this good. bunny and take him home? Dude, it's kind of hard for rabbits to be annoying. I mean, they can be annoying, but, like, when you first meet a rabbit, you're like, what up, rabbit? Hi. What's up? And it's a bunny, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm leaning towards maybe, do we maybe since, I, I think he's kind of similar to the bat. We've got yes. a three for the bat right now. And, and you know, if we're talking in terms of charisma, a rabbit, a cute little bunny is very charismatic. I yeah I think I think the bunny is a step up on the bat, um, just because it's a bunny, not a bat. Yeah, maybe like a a, maybe a four, four. Yeah, yeah. I'm cool okay. Four. Fashion sense is zero. He's a rabbit. He doesn't wear clothes. Yes. However, oh, <laughs> he does not wear clothes. But it is worth noting that the fur on the back of the rabbit is described as basically a cape. He has a long black patch of fur that coats his back and uh, points at the front looking like a collar. Point six to me then, baby. Exactly. He also has red eyes and fangs. Love it. So this is the most terrifying cute bunny of all time. Good for him. Yeah. Intelligence. Look, it's a bunny. They're dumb. Two. One. 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 Bunnies are dumb. Fun facts. Combat, combat score. score no he gets he gets, spends this entire time getting his ass whooped by chester the cat this is a zero zero shape-shifting zero it's just a bunny miscellaneous he's a bunny he's a bunny he's a real fucking cute 
I think if we're going to give Dracula a 6.5, we got to give the rabbit a 6.5 for being a rabbit. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I think his base is 6.5. I think one could make the argument that because he is a living being, he has the chance to evolve beyond this. That's true. Dracula was, was made to do this. Yes. And, you know, at, there are times where in their theorize that Banicula could in fact have far more powers. He's just not ready to step into them because he is such a young bunny. I love that. That's that's hilarious. To make it is hypothesized. <laughs> it is hypothesized by Chester the cat that Banicula could have the ability to control people's minds. Shit. Yeah. That's hardcore. I know, right? And at one point, Panicula believed, or Chester believes that Panicula can change into a bat. Now, neither of those things has ever confirmed. I'm just saying that I think I think we could give him a little bump to a seven, maybe. I like a seven. Yeah, just yeah, out of potential. Screw it. You know, he's a bunny with potential to be more than he. A he bunny. could be the most evil bunny to ever live. Exactly. He's got that kind of upside. It's him and the bunny from monty python and the holy grail these are the two <laughs> contenders okay and and so far yeah could be holy the same grail bunny, bunny frankly that's actually a great point it could be the same bunny they're very similar Fuck, or maybe it is maybe that. it is a descendant you know yes i think he's a relative a distant cousin to the bunny from monty python and the holy grail this and is thus, nothing <laughs> it's a glimpse into his potential um Grand entrance. They find him in a. They find him in a movie theater. theater. How did he get to the movie theater? I don't know. Mm. Point five. Yeah, point five. Nah, point six. I like movies. Yeah, that's true. It's Dracula too, so it's very. It is Dracula. That's appropriate. I think they specify it's the Bell of One too. So that makes sense. Classics. Yeah, I don't think they'd be like Dracula two thousand. Yeah. (laughs) Um. Okay, here's the thing. Yeah. He's got a note on him written in an ancient Carpathian dialect. Yeah. And he's a vampire bunny. And Dracula the movie exists, which means Dracula the book exists. Exists. I think one can make an argument that Dracula is real in this world, and he has planted his bunny within this small American (laughs) town to slowly infiltrate and take over. Yes, yes. That's likely, in fact. (laughs) (laughs) It's dumb as hell. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. All right, so a five? I think it's a five. All right. I just want to give the bunny some points, but yeah. Five and dime, all right. Humor. He's a bunny. He's a bunny. Uh, Zero. Zero. Final score, 18.2. We were really generous. <laughs> wow, we've seen worse than these guys. Um, <laughs> last but not least, Count Chocula. Oh, boy. Let's get ready to talk. This man has been on television since the 1970s. Yeah. Seasonal uh, serial here in the United States. I'm not sure about the international reach of, of Count Chocula. Count Chocula was released along with Frankenberry. Who yep. are both? Uh, who are both serials? They are also mascots for their own serials, and literally ninety nine percent of their ads involve them trying to be like, "No, you should get my my serial." 
And then he's like, I don't want to get your cereal. And then <laughs> that's, that's my favorite. The ads. <laughs> Thank you for uh, pointing out my favorite part of these commercials, which is that Frankenstein speaks like this the whole time. No. My Frankenberries. Is it the same dude? Is it the, is it the Monster Mash dude? Oh, my God. Is it? It sounds like it. It does. It sounds like the exact same thing. No, it does not look like it. It looks like this is an impressionist. Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, the guy who voiced him, though, uh-huh. in the original Thundercats, played Snarf. Hell yeah. And a bunch of I other people Snarf. who don't have blue links on Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> Groon the Destroyer, Tug Mug, Top Spinner, Snarfer, Wolo, Mole Master, Two-Time Polly, Quick Pick Char, Dr. Doom Doom, Captain Bragg, Giant Tours, Bundin Livin', Ooze and Burnout Chardin. <laughs> That's the intro name, song. Just name Thundercats characters, and it's just we didn't start the fire. Um, so <laughs> in terms of charisma for this guy, right, he's relatively nice to be around. Yeah. Seems like an uh, okay guy. He gets scared very easily, which I think factors into some later scores. He's scared of children, especially. He's scared of children. He's scared of ghosts. He is scared of Frank and Barry, who, my personal headcanon, I think they're boyfriends. Oh, I totally agree. I think that's coded that way, and I don't think you're reading too much into it. (laughs) (laughs) They live together in several of the ads. They share bedrooms. Yeah, that's true. They're constantly playing pranks on each other. That's true. I don't know. I think you make a great point. And, I mean, we talk about sort of, like, their competitive relationship. I mean, like, look, I don't know about you. I find that Mia and my girlfriend have a slightly competitive relationship. There are little things that we can't help but compete over. You're always always trying to one-up. But, you know, you one-up with a wink. And that's how these two are. It's not, they're not trying to hurt each other. They're just, they're just trying to, you know, it's a little little bit of fun. It's a little bit of, yeah, exactly. When you're an immortal creature, you got to find fun wherever you can. Yeah. And (laughs) these two have found ways to do it since 1971. Yeah. I think his charisma is at like a 4.3. Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. It's not great, but, but he's fun enough. You know, he's just like a pretty normal guy, all things considered. You know, if he were a little better with, uh, not being afraid of children, I, I don't think it would be. I think it might go up a little bit, but as it is, I think. I, agree. I think if he's with his monster pals, he's having a great time. Exactly, exactly. Ooh, fashion sense, it's not good. Oh boy, this guy has a look. All right, I mean, and it's brown. It's very, very brown. You want to talk about the hair? The hair's terrible. Although I'm sorry, I was I was just scrolling through Wiki, uh, Google here. Uh, I found a um, a wonderful not safe for work artist on Twitter who did like a super horny version of him. <laughs> it's just him in the cloak, but he's like jacked. <laughs> they put it on a box and everything. That's incredible. Oh. This is going to be one of the strangest things I've ever Google searched. Literally just scroll. It's like it's like three turns of the mouse and you'll see it. Oh, wow. You, oh, right. Wow. <laughs> when I see him yeah. in that light. <laughs> yeah. Um, His wow. hair, literally in ads, we see him like making his hair. It's just kind of like two, two dollops of whipped cream. 
<laughs> and the rest of him just looks terrible. He's in these horrible brown everything. Oh. Literally everything's yes. brown. And I get it. It's chocolate, but like, come on. I get it, but ugh. Ugh. Hey, I think he's at like a 2.2. I agree. And he's got those Nosferatu kind of teeth. They're the two front teeth. They're quite pointy. They slowly it, evolve into buck teeth, though. Yeah, I was going to say, it's the fact, though, that they turn more and more into buck teeth as this goes on. His He's got extremely pointy ears. Yeah. Like, he could use those ears as, like, skewers for shish kebabs. Yeah. It's, the whole this, thing is just, it's a lot. It's a lot. Uh, this is at Mermammal, not safe for work on Twitter, by the way, if you'd like to find this, um chiseled out of marble count chocula <laughs> who's who looks good but still looks bad because of the hair yes the hair, the hair kills it. bad hair's bad intelligence i think this is just a normal guy i agree i agree now and uh, do we give him credit for having his own cereal brand he does have his own cereal brand he has invented he has invented this cereal which granted is just corn and chocolate marshmallows yes However, but as a businessman, yeah, he's been selling it since 1971. All right, he's going on 52 years of successful cereal salesmanship. How's that for alliteration? I think he's at. I think it's at a 4.8. Yeah, I'm cool with a 4.8. Isn't you know he's smarter than some other guys we have seen. Definitely yeah. smarter than some he's other guys. He's got some business seen. savvy. Yeah, combat score zero. Zero. Big old zero. zero. Does not fight, fight anyone. Runs away. He's very He's weak. Just bad. Very yeah. weak. Shape shifting. He turns into a bat at one point. Yes. All I right. Home through these ads. <laughs> I was gonna say, how many of these did you watch? Too many. <laughs> There's a great video someone has put together. Let me let me hold on, let me plug this person real quick. They're each like 30 here. seconds long. So <laughs> rare Halloween videos on YouTube. Uh, 2.7 million views. Oh boy. This is every commercial starring Count Chocula, Frankenberry, Booberry, Fruit Brute, and Fruity Yummy Mummy. Holy. Which, wow. Fruity Yummy Mummy, it needs to be said, Fruity Mummy Yummy, when he's introduced, they are exploring what looks like a Central American pyramid. Oh. It's got but... that much more distinct shape, but then they're like, I'm a mummy. And they like oh. do all of the like stereotypical, like not accurate, but like culturally Egyptian dances, right? They're like, walk like an Egyptian. They're doing all this wow. stuff clearly in Central South America. That is, that's kind of disappointing. I was expecting it's a little insane. bit more accuracy. What the, what, what are they thinking? <laughs> Fuck off. I can, if they're going to take it seriously, I'm going to take it seriously. This is insensitive. <laughs> We need to cancel him. This is, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think this is like a 1.3. It's not a good bad. <laughs> okay, okay. It's just a but bad. He's, he's on you know? the board. He's on the board. He's on the board. Certainly he's on the board. Okay, Certainly okay. he's on the board. Miscellaneous. I think the existing consistently for 70 plus years. I agree. 50 plus years. 50 plus years. Excuse me. I, I totally agree. Staying power. Staying power, yeah. Which that's what happens. Just get people addicted to corn and and sugar, and yeah, they will come back. It's weird. It's weird. No, I mean, truthfully though, like I have never had this cereal once, and yet I know the name Count Chocula, and I know exactly what he looks like. Yep. Staying power. I think this is worth. I think it's still worth a six. Okay. I like a six. 
Yeah, it's not bad. Cultural it's, staying it's, power. It's cultural staying power. Grand, grand entrance. <laughs> I mean, I we that's the first ad. Yeah, it is the first ad. It's number one. I'm not ranking every single appearance. His very first time he appears is him coming out of a coffin full of his cereal. <laughs> it's not, sorry, it's not his coffin. It's a cardboard box. Let me find his first line. First line spoken by Count Chocula. Don't be scared. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> uh, he, wow, he can, I'd just like to say that he levitates that box. Does levitate the box. He levitates the cereal out. Yeah, wow. I how I dare st- this ad claim that the cereal is vitamin charged? It's vitamin charged. They constantly <laughs> emphasize this. Ah, uh, I think it's a one. Yeah, I think it's a one. Book bonus. All right. Do you want to bring up the ad that's your favorite ad? Okay. Yes. Um, I'd have to go back through and find the year for it. I think it was one of the ones in the eighties. Where so. Count Chocula has a showdown with none other than Bella Lugosi. All right. There's a little girl. She's eating her breakfast. Count Chocula comes out, surprises her, and then bam, door opens up. We get that classic Bella Lugosi entrance. We even get the walk over where he it's does literally the, a clip uh, from the movie. It's just a clip from the movie. Um, it's right before the I do not drink wine um, yeah. line. It's uh, it's it's well cut. I really like that. And I think it puts him in the same universe. Yes. As Dracula. Yes. And what's most interesting is his line in that where he goes, oh, the real Dracula. Bam. Uh, case closed. Case closed. It's a five. It's a five. Humor. There. Uh, he's a kid's cartoon, man. Like, that's not fair. No, it's not fair. But really, his humor is just being scared. So yeah, uh, one point four, three, perfect. One point three, <laughs> one point three. All right, Count Chocula coming in twenty five point nine. Not wow, too shabby. No, not too shabby at all. This episode was stupid. <laughs> it I was. love it, but this was a dumb idea. But you know um, what? Yes. I could take two out of three of these with a baseball bat. Which one could you? The car. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. How do we take down the car? Not with How a baseball we, bat. I actually think, see, and I think this is where the exposed engine can actually help you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, I think, okay. I don't think you need to hit it with the baseball bat. I think you run up to one of those exhausts, though. You shove the baseball bat in, in there. there. I, I think am. you've got a shot. Actually, we might be able to take down the car with the baseball bat. There's also something to be said for this is like a fully exposed Dragula. So really all you need to do is like wait by the side of the road with like the bat poised at a pretty good height. Yeah. You can just clock out who's ever driving the Dragula. Oh, that's a really good point. And then he'll he'll kill the Dragula himself. He will kill the Dragula himself. There's all... No, he is driving on the right side of the road. Okay. I was, yeah. I was thinking this seat was on the yeah. other side. But you escaped this time, Rob. <laughs> two out of three and i think we can make a case for three i agree wow really successful for bat up this week C- count chocula is easy bonicula yeah. you would get oh, in trouble God. for that yeah that's animal cruelty but i could do it but you could that's not the question the qu- could you <laughs> not would yes, you? you could could you <laughs> yes. yes oh i'll start adding the would you portion that's an important <laughs> thing <laughs> can you ethically should you though 
yes that that's important most of these will be a yes but most of these will be yes. The Dragula, ethically, you should. That is a dangerous vehicle. That cannot yes. be road safe. Absolutely not. The and devil's it's ginormous. In there. There's no way it's gas efficient either. Oh my god, that thing gets eight gallon <laughs> yeah. miles of the gallon. No way. It, it kills the planet every time. <laughs> it's, yeah, the whole time it. <laughs> <laughs> um, genres, and then we are free. Yes. All right. Would you like to? You'd like to know. I, I spun them so ahead curious. of time this week trying to you save did. my you computer You did. You wanted to avoid me asking you. Yeah, exactly. So, my friend Daniel, your genres are superhero biopic. <laughs> no! <laughs> no! Superhero biopic. Uh, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, no. Actually, this is easy. Oh, okay. They're having a lot of trouble with the Blade movie. Oh, my God. Not anymore, baby. <laughs> I'm talking what we do in the shadows meets Blade. <laughs> I want a, I want a bio of Blade. Very, uh, very frank, you know? Uh-huh. Very. <laughs> it's a lot of just pissed off Wesley Snipes. It's a lot of him, like, stabbing a vampire and then, like, jimming the camera and just, like, looking up. And being like, oh, yeah, I, I think we just do Blade as a biopic. I love that. Straight up, very straightforward. I think it's a little funny. Um, I think there's like cutaways to Blade being just like, God, I, I hate other superheroes so much. <laughs> He's like, Spider-Man does not have to deal with this. And why do I have to deal with this? And then like we cut to him like beheading vampires. Done and done. <laughs> Easy. What you got? <laughs> Well, I'm going, We've there's two ways to go with the biopic, or the biopic, whatever you want to say. I like your version. I'm going to take mine the prestige film route. I'm going to okay. get the queen, the queen of biopics herself, Meryl Streep, to come in and play Van Helsing. She'll play Van Helsing as oh. we go on a uh, Van Helsing-centric mystery tracking down who's dracula shit yes uh this one is going to focus on his time in london okay where van helsing is a not so highly regarded doctor we're gonna say that van helsing is not so highly regarded because they're all sexist pigs and they don't want to trust a woman sure. um and thus she has to push through that and track down the high society dracula who has been killing people off slowly one by one. Dracula would be played by the other biopic prestige film star, none other than Tom Hanks. <laughs> In a showdown for the ages. That's Meryl so versus stupid, Tom. stupid, man. <laughs> That's so dumb. Oh my God, I love it. Yeah. Um, What do we want to watch next week? That's a great question. I think we should do Dark Prince, the true story of Dracula. Oh boy, let's do it. In hopes of avenging his father's death, Vlad Dracula raises an army and sets a bloody revolution ablaze that hastily sweeps throughout the land. As war rages on, he becomes all the more murderous and sadistic, growing particularly fond of impaling his victims. In resp response, the church spreads rumors about him, saying that he, apart from being a cold-blooded killer, is a blood-sucking vampire. Yeah. Sure. I'm in. In, you know... We got sure. Rudolf Martin. Peter Stellar's in this. Peter Weller, excuse me. Oh, hell yeah. Peter Weller, Rudolph Martin, who was in 
a lot of cop things. Roger Daltrey is in this? What the what? hell? This is going to be weird. It is. Oh, Rudolph Modern also played Dracula in the Buffy the Vampire Slayer episode. Oh, that's cool. That is kind of cool. Good for him. I wonder if it's the same world. Weird. Maybe. Yeah, that could be. All right. It's got Good some potential here. We did it. Want to hop into Dragula and get the heck out of here? I think that's all we've got to do, you know? <laughs> we will see you next week for Dark Prince, the true story, true story of Dracula. Good night. Good night.